Welcome to the Tuesday, May 31st. Close the door on the month of May. A fun astrology podcast. <laughs> Thomas Miller here. Thanks for joining us. We got a lot. As my eyes fall on today's chart, I'm seeing a lot of stuff in Taurus on my chart. I'll explain. Couple of quick things. If you missed yesterday, we did the week setup yesterday and then kind of walked through the long planets, the outer planets retrograde season coming up. So catch that yesterday if you didn't. Also mentioned there yesterday, and we'll reiterate here again today, our Discord, Fun Astrology Podcast Discord channel is back up and alive. Thank you, Kristen. You can check that out on Discord. Find us, and there is a great conversation going on there. Kristen is running this for us, and she's excited about it. So that's really cool. You can share in that passion over there. And, of course, there's a section for you 101 folks, and she's monitoring that as well. I really appreciate the help on that. Time has its limits, and I apologize for my absence. Maybe one day we can get to where I can be in there more. One other quick one, Robert Glasscock's podcast is wrapping up the series on the nodes of the moon, Old Soul, New Soul, Astrology Podcast. And Lizzie Grace, a longtime listener here, has a great question that Robert takes on, and that will be released on Friday. It's basically about the midheaven, that floating midheaven, when you put your chart in the equal house system. He talks about that on Friday. And thank you all so much for your support on that. If you search podcasts on Apple Podcasts, <laughs> we're almost together. <laughs> it's like, wow. Thank you, guys. I really appreciate the way that you've accepted and have loved the teaching that Robert is providing on that podcast. All right, up over our heads right now, Venus sextile Jupiter at 221 this morning, Eastern Time. Venus, Jupiter, benefics, semi-sextile, favorable. Do you believe in pixie dust? <laughs> we got a little dusting this morning, so enjoy. The moon goes void, of course, in its rather quick scoot through Gemini. That is at 4.10 this afternoon, Eastern Time, and it moves into Cancer tomorrow morning at 1.48. So there you go. After that, the sky takes a break until Friday morning. Till Mercury goes direct on Friday morning. Okay. All right. Back to, back to Taurus. Yes, let's talk about Taurus. My eyes fall on Taurus, and here is the way it lines up from the lower degrees to the higher degrees. Venus at three, I'm not going to mention all these degrees, but it starts at three degrees with Venus, then Uranus, then the North Node, then the part of fortune. As I'm casting this chart at about a mm, little after six o'clock in Asheville, North Carolina, part of fortune is in there. It moves quickly. Mercury. And then something else that I've added to my chart to watch is the part of spirit. Another one of those ancient lots, which brings us to this question. I want to know if, intuitively, I feel like there's a, a correlation between the lot of spirit, also known as the lot of diamond, and the north node. That question is from Julie, one of our great listeners. Julie, and thank you for the wonderful comments. I didn't play those, but she had some just really nice things to say about how this work is touching her life. So thank you for that. And if you'd like to do what she did, I'd love to answer your questions this week. We have a good week for it. Go to funastrology.com in the upper left, the orange box. Click it. It'll walk you through. All right. For the sake of time, I'm going to let you guys do a little bit of research on the part or lot of spirit. 
it is indeed the kissing cousin to the lot of fortune. Now, these are very quickly, these are calculations that are made in the chart, and they go way back into Hellenistic astrology. They are called the Arabic lots, but they're really not. There's no correlation. That's And if you read up on this, you'll see that is recognized as a misnomer. But you can call them that. It's fine. But just know that the terminology doesn't have anything to do with the reality. Basically, what you're doing here, you're taking the distance in degrees between your sun and your moon and then applying that degree difference to the ascendant. Now, you can get online and you can read up on how to calculate it. And I would strongly suggest that you do. Because on Old Soul, New Soul, Robert and I are going to be talking about this sooner than later. It's one of the shortlist upcoming episodes. He believes that the part of fortune, is, and the two we're talking about here, fortune and spirit. The, the difference is the way you do the math on that degree separation. The way that you calculate it depends on if you are marking the lot of fortune or the lot of spirit. And basically, the difference is the lot of fortune, as Robert is going to explain, is kind of the separation between your luminaries, your two most important planets, if you will, and one of your most important angular points, the who you are in the world point. Can you kind of see where we're going here? Now, the reason I'm not going into this is because the calculations on these are different for daytime charts and nighttime charts, so you have to go into all of that. But basically, to calculate lot of spirit, you flip the calculation from lot of fortune. Here is something that our reader, Laura Taft, one of our three readers in the funastrology.com website down in the section, you guys have been booking a lot of readings with these ladies. And Laura got a reading, some recent past, with astrologer Robert Hand. If you're not familiar with him, he's one of the deans of, he has a PhD in basically linguistics so that he could translate Latin and Greek astrology books. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Start there. And he told her that he had been playing with this technique that lot of spirit not fortune, spirit, basically becomes your new ascendant for the second half of your life, especially as it relates to career and money. That's why I put it on the real estate of my own chart, because I'm watching this, and there's a certain technique. You know what I'm going to do? I know that this has been confusing, so I'm going to do a separate podcast. And in fact, Laura and I are doing a podcast that will air this Saturday, so I will either talk to her about it there, or I will do a separate episode about it on Sunday. Julie is asking if it has any correlation to the North Node. Well, this morning at 6.05 it does because it's in the same house and sign. And what I like about this discovery from Robert Hand is that, yes, once you've worked through that first half of your life, You've kind of worked through a few things. You've hit some hard knocks. You've hopefully woken up spiritually. You're on a different path. You're seeing things differently. And you can reset your chart looking at that part of spirit now directing you into what might be more compatible with this new way of being. And what is the North Node all about? You've been listening to Glasscock talk about it, right? It's about solving that inner dilemma and moving toward your spiritual path. 
So, yes, Julie, thank you. That was a great question. And I'm sorry for the complexity of the answer, but it's something that we don't talk about on here regularly. So we will dive deeper into it. And hopefully Laura and I can talk about it. I haven't recorded with her yet, but hopefully we can tackle that. All right. Have a great day. I'll see you back tomorrow for Hump Day. Bye-bye.